Hi, welcome to the Quiet Rebel Bureau podcast. I'm excited today to be talking to my husband, Paul Thurman, and fellow Quiet Rebel. Um, so today, we're just going to chat about what the Quiet Rebel is all about, our interests in it, and where we see it going, and our roles within the company. So, Paul, are you there? I'm here, and very excited to be talking to everyone. And thanks for that great introduction. So let's kick off straight away. What's the Quiet Rebel all about and what's your role in it? Well, for me, the Quiet Rebel is all about getting people's voices out there that wouldn't normally be out there. So um, even though we're actually a limited publishing company, I like to think of us more as a platform, uh, a place where people can come and, and stand up and let their voices be heard. And there's um, so much going on in the world right now where we really need more positive voices. And I just don't think there's enough getting out there. And so um, basically that's what the quiet rebel is. Um, as to my position in it, I kind of wear many hats. It's like I, I helped co-found it, um, but I do whatever needs to be done. So I line up interviews. I, to do a lot of the editing. Uh, as you know, you do most of the business work because you are the business expert. But um, yeah, there's about a thousand different hats. I really wouldn't know where to go into naming them all. It's just whatever needs to be done to get people's voices out there. You mentioned getting a lot about getting people's voices out there. Why do you think people's voices aren't being heard? I think, the, uh, well, there's, there's a lot of reasons, actually, but I think the main ones are is that people are a lot of times uh, afraid to get out there because they've got no real support. And uh, what you notice, like, you, you see coming up a lot is the larger publishing companies even are just catering to the voices that are already out there. And so I think it's between that and people feeling challenged or overwhelmed or like what they have to say has no meaning. So um, that would be the main reasons I would see. Um, what do you think are the benefits to people personally if they share their voice and obviously to the greater audience for, for them to hear other people's stories and their voices? Well, the greatest benefit to the people themselves would be to, because it opens them up, uh, you know, we all store so much down inside and we all get frustrated in life. And by being your authentic self and speaking what's really inside of you, it clears you and it, it really gives you a happier lifestyle. And as to what it could do for the entire world, boy, it could be doing Because <laughs> uh, as you see, everything's falling down right now. Where our land, our whole ecosystem uh, people's feelings about themselves, um, relationships, you name it, everything is on fire right now. And the only way that we're going to even have a chance at healing some of this stuff is if there's many, many more voices out there. So I, there just can't be too many. It's, as many as you put out, you need that many more. <laughs> so, um, do you think there's actually a platform for this? Are there any platforms already existing out there for these quiet rebels to share their voices? 
I don't see a lot of them, to be honest. Um, I mentioned the larger publishing companies before. I think that that's the route that a lot of, you know, like the quiet rebels try to take. But it's such a long, hard route. And there's so many people already there, people that are well-known and making the big money and things. So I, I don't see too many platforms quite like the Quiet Rebel Bureau. I know there's some, but they seem small and, and you know, disjointed in between. So the, you, you mentioned the big publishing companies. Do you think that they've kind of lost their um, direction by focusing just on the bigger people? So obviously they make the more money they, if they're more well-known. Do you think that, you know, they've kind of lost their way? Absolutely. Um, actually, I was watching a video on Facebook uh, by actually one of our Quiet Rebel writers, Katie Oman, the other day. And she kind of like was focusing on what was going on with, with Hay House and some of the problems that are coming down from it. Uh, but it's not um, what she was explaining isn't just um, just Hay House. It is all the larger publishing companies. Uh, everything's becoming much more money focused and so there's more in my opinion trendy things going out there that really aren't helping people it's all surface things and so the only one winning in the whole situation is you know the big companies themselves so yeah i think they've totally lost their way from from going to almost a ministering position to a money money grabbing position yes that's a fair point but, you know, we all have to make money and we all have to eat at the end of the day. But um, it shouldn't be the main focus, I don't believe. What are, what are your points of view on that? How do you see the how do you see this affecting everyone? Well, the big publishing companies. Yes. Um, well, they managed to get those select voices out to the masses. I mean, taking, for example, Hay House, they have a great distribution system. Um, but it's all kind of, obviously, the, the material they put out is only ever going to be commercially viable material because they're there to make money. So if you've got something to say and you don't fit in with their agenda, obviously, you're not going to be able to use their, their distribution, their name to get your voice out. So... I think it's the time is ripe for independent people to to use what's available to them right now, like self-publishing. Anyone can self-publish. And one of you know the big things at the Quiet Rebel Bureau is for us to help people self-publish. So the person who doesn't have the big audience, the big platform already that will be swept up by big publishing companies has a great deal of power. Um, so it's nice to to get have different voices, different views, and hopefully the mainstream books, audio programs, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, can be infiltrated by people that are being overlooked because you know they don't have the followers, which a lot of it comes down to. You won't get a book contract unless you've got a large amount of followers. Hey, then that, that as you're looking at this, that this is one of the reasons. Uh, that made you decide to start the Quiet Rebel Bureau? Oh, absolutely. I I really didn't enjoy the um, publishing my first book with a traditional publisher. 
I I didn't like it. It, it wasn't that they weren't interested in what I had to say or anything. But um, when you when you go through a publisher, you still are expected to do the same amount of marketing, etc., etc. And they take a, a massive chunk of your profits. So it just makes a lot more sense to me these days is to self-publish. You're going to end up doing the same amount of work and you get to keep your royalties, which then means that you can reinvest into more writing or to good projects or just, you know, live in life. I think it, it seems like a no-brainer to me. <laughs> exactly. And, and what are some other reasons that you saw the need for the Quiet Rebel Bureau to swing into action? Oh, um, I found the journey into publishing incredibly lonely. There was no one at the end of a phone call. The company that I used, um, that, I used that, that gave me the contract worked remotely. Um, so there was never anyone you could talk to. There was no one person to contact, even through the whole editing process and everything. So it was kind of lonely. And when you birth a book or birth any kind of creative project, it's it's something really important to you and I feel like there was no personal support and I think that's what makes the Quiet Rebel Bureau different is that we're available for you know just jump on Zoom have a Zoom call we're at the end of the email you know who you're talking to we're, we're still a small company so you know they know names they know faces and I think that makes a huge difference especially when like you were talking about the big publishing companies they're all nameless you, you know, they're so big, how can they give attention to individual authors? Yes. Yeah, totally agree. So I think our Quiet Rebel Bureau, you know, bridges that gap because I know it's kind of scary to publish a book or to publish anything. You don't really know quite what you're doing. You want someone to help you. Um, so I think our role is more like guides rather than a traditional publisher because for one we want to help people publish their books and then they get to keep their royalties which is against the traditional way of publishing yeah yeah it's really it's rather like building a community and I, I kind of think of it as like what you were saying it, we're the bridge and it's kind of like building a family almost as you go along instead of just being another number yeah I, exactly it's um because we, we published an anthology um that was in february actually the monday morning soul missives and the collection of writers that we've had it's been wonderful to to watch them grow and do other things that, and you know, some wonderful opportunities have come out for them from being in our book. And it, it does, it creates more of a feeling of community and connectedness. Yeah, and, and we really got to see that in action, didn't we, when we had the uh, book launch in Caution, because it was like um, a bunch of friends and family getting together and most of them were just meeting each other time. Yeah, it was a really, inside of five minutes. Like, yeah, it was a great experience watching everyone, you know, come together and share their stories actually verbally. I mean, they'd written them down, but to actually 
speak about it as well. That's I think that's really important and very healing. Yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. Well, as for building this platform, what would you like to see the Quiet Rebel do in the future? What kind been, of things were? Yeah, the Quiet Rebel, because even though we only started it officially in October, it's kind of changed and is morphing into its own entity, um, almost like on a weekly basis. Because when we started it, we were focusing mainly <laughs> on on just self-publishing, but um, then we incorporated other bits of business stuff that I do. And we're just about to add workshops. Um, so I think to continue in this same, our own growth of offering boutique services for self-publishing authors, particularly those in the mind, body, spirit field, and workshops and hopefully events and retreats, that would be a fantastic thing for the Quiet Rebel to do actually. How about you, Paul? What, what do you see for the future of the Quiet Rebel Bureau? I want to see the platform continue to grow, of course. And you mentioned our workshops. And what makes them kind of unique and I'm really liking is they're going to be just small workshops initially of like four people. So we can all sit around and it'll be very comfortable. And we can get to, to talk to each person and really get to know them. And, yeah. And, uh, in the... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, I'm kind of excited about having people come around our kitchen table. It just creates that feeling of community and connectedness again. And of course, it's easier to yeah. serve than cake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the part I'm really excited about because we'll be doing both business and, and spiritual type meetings. And there's just all kinds of ways that could go. I'm also pretty excited, too, because um, one of your friends talked about um, living a bit too far away, and she would be interested in getting some friends together, like up in her area. So, you know, we're we're open to the possibility of traveling up and, and doing that same kind of thing with people, you know, meeting together and, and sort of building a unit if, if they live further away from us. Yeah, we just so can't take our kitchen table. <laughs> but we can bring tea and biscuits we can bring tea and biscuits and cake <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm excited about that part growing um and i think that's the biggest part to me really i i want to see that grow um of course the more books published i'm excited about that and you mentioned retreats um i'm looking to that too i want to see both sort of a, a working retreat where people can go and plan their books, but also a retreat where people can just go um, and people, the people that are, are with us can all meet each other face to face. You know, th these will be in bigger groups, of course, than the ones around our kitchen table, hopefully. <laughs> and, um, you know, we'll just spend a nice retreat time together and having some fun. So, yeah. If you put it all in a nutshell, my the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is, is building a giant community with the Quiet Rebel Bureau. Do you see that in in other places, um, you know, combining business and, and spiritual practices? Because for those of you who don't know, our, both of our, although my background is in IT and business, my passion has been forever spiritual matters and um, 
mystical things and you're the same aren't you Paul I think I've lost him <laughs> um, so part of our quiet rebel bureau is not just about typical business things and offering things and publishing things it's adding that element of spirituality and connectedness to things are you back Paul can you hear me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the internet's playing a bit wavy on us as we do this but yeah i'm back in the room right so yeah. it's just saying that your background is very similar in the fact that you've been interested in spiritual things like for as long as you can remember <laughs> yeah that would definitely date me if i went back too far but yeah i i became interested in the spiritual when i was very young and i was a pastor for a while so i'm very familiar with like uh, uh building a community and working with people uh you asked me if i've seen this sort of thing done uh, the business and the and like building the community uh, about the only place you you see it done if you done correctly is if it's a really um, well organized and good church i've seen churches do this kind of thing um, but as far as just the spiritual community, uh, not as much. And that kind of saddens me, really, because uh, we're more open to the new ideas. I think there's so much more that, that people from different spiritualities can share um, that it saddens me that we're all kind of out there all over the place and feeling unconnected. So it's really important to build those connections again. So I, th I think that's pretty unique with the Quiet Rebel Bureau as far as being, you know, like uh, a non-Christian spiritual organization. I think it's sort of a uniqueness to us. Yeah, I think so too. Do you think that there is a place for business and spirituality? Can they coexist together? Uh, in all honesty, I, I think that they have to exist together to make you, to sort of make you feel whole. Um, it, it seems like that we've spent too much time disconnecting from everything and, and trying to make, to put everything in its own separate bubble. And I believe that that's a big reason for a lot of the disconnection that we're suffering in the world today. So yeah, when we can start taking things and putting them back together again, the connectedness will come in. And I think there's a, a real danger to the world if it doesn't in all honesty. Mm. What do you think would, if we carry on this vein of keeping everything separate, I mean, and not being whole to ourselves, what do you think the danger is? What I think I've lost Paul again. I think the internet connection is... Are you back? <laughs> Just, I'm back again. <laughs> now, it's sort of heard the beginning of your question. If, if we continue in this disconnected vein, is it yeah, stuff what you were hitting on? Yeah, what, what do you see is going to happen? Well, I think everybody's just going to keep drawing further and further into themselves. And, it, and as that happens, not only does life become miserable, but things just don't get, if things aren't integrated, they're not properly taken care of. And I, like I was kind of mentioning before, you see that in the land, you see that in relationships, um, not just person to person, but even person to themselves. And so pulling away and putting things in separate bubbles and, and racing so hard is causing nothing but destruction. So ultimately, 
it's total destruction if if we don't start straightening some of this out quickly. Yeah, fair point. So our little Quiet Rebel Bureau is the step in the right direction to help people integrate their business and, of course, the dreams of writing a book, making it happen, as well as nurturing the spiritual um, connections and their spiritual life. Would you say? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know, what I would like to see eventually down the line is even more groups beginning like the Quiet Rebel Bureau because I don't think, like I was telling you earlier, you just can't have too much of this happening. The more groups that can be put together, the the more people that can integrate and begin to work together, the quicker we can begin to see some healing aspects to everything overall. Yeah, so, absolutely. yeah, I would like to thank. Yeah, and I look forward to the day where the Quiet Rebel Bureau can be one of many similar groups. And then we'll have to have really big workshops and integrate groups together. <laughs> have global branches at the Quiet Rebel Bureau. That's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that would be the dream. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add before we um, before we finish our podcast today? I think we've pretty much covered everything that I could think of as, as far as just basically introducing ourselves. But always millions of things to say, but I think everybody will get a taste of that as we do our future podcasts and talk to other people as well. So, yeah, it's about where I think I've said about everything I could think of. About yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything I, I can add. I just want to thank our listeners for tuning into our podcast. We have got um, we've got interviews lined up, and Paul and I will be popping on together ourselves from time to time to to chat about things. So please follow us on Facebook. Come and check out our website, um, join our mailing list. And um, if you've got any questions or you want to know anything, you're curious about the Quiet Rebel Bureau, if we haven't, you know, if you if, if there's things you want to know and we haven't addressed them in our podcast, you know, just send us an email. We're, we're happy to, to chat. So thank you again for listening. And until next time, thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you and goodbye, everyone.